Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Clickbait. Like usual, Bachelor Nation Breakdown. Baby Tatum is here. We're going to talk all about it. We have a very special guest co-host today. Gabby's here. You guys know Gabby from her season of The Bachelorette. Plural? Uh, ooh, um, yeah. yeah. There you go. Natasha's cringing. Of I'm course, cringing because oh, I'm like... like no, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, baby You're Tatum like, is here. Hate you. Oh. No, no, no. I was doing that because he said baby Tatum is here. I'm like, well, where? he's here in the world. He's here yeah, in the okay. world. He was born. I said, um, yeah, baby Tatum talks. Yeah. Like, he has headphones. Uh, hey, baby. Goo goo gaga. <laughs> yeah, ba- okay. <laughs> baby Tatum is not right. physically here, obviously, <laughs> but. Kevin and Astrid are. They yes. are a successful couple from Bachelor in Paradise. They just got married. They have a little baby boy. Um, can't wait to have them on. And that's what's happening in today's episode. So how's everybody doing today? I want to call hey. baby Tatum. Yeah. <laughs> Does baby Tatum have a phone? Does he text? <laughs> Ooh, I just want to hear the little coo. Yeah. Ooh. I know. I'd love to sniff him. I love baby smells. Oh, the best. I, I will say best. this. Like, like a lot of babies when they're first born, you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, it's it's messy, like whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they just poop and eat. It's, yeah. I, I think that'd be like the best part. I'm like, wow. Um, but baby Tatum was like a really cute, I'm not just saying this because Tia's our friend, but he was a really <laughs> cute baby. Like it was, there were cute photos. And right? already kind of yeah. has like a little like expression, like these little expressions, right? Sometimes babies are just like, I'm asleep, I'm asleep. But he's kind of like doing like these little things in his face. Oh, yeah. He's so, so cute. cute. Uh, yeah. There's such thing as baby therapy. I'm totally convinced. Like you just hold one and I feel like your hormones and like serotonin go crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wait, Gabby, you mentioned smelling a baby. Uh, Joe, do guys do that? Like, I know all, every woman does for sure. Like, mm-hmm. we all do. Take do a you smell baby? Yeah, like when you yeah. see a baby, do you have the like inclination to want to sniff it? <laughs> no. No. I smell my food. I'm dead. No. Well, baby's not food. First things first, when you have kids, don't eat your baby. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't think to smell a baby. I, honestly, when okay. I hold a, a, a newborn, the f- only thing that's going through my mind is just don't drop them and make sure you hold the head. Okay, yes. You oh know, my cock God, the yes. head up. Right, You're well educated. Up. Yes, yeah. that, is, that, that is true. That's that huge. is good. Okay. Yeah, I just, I'm like, it's my, my initial thing is like, I want to go for feet. I want like feet in my face. Like, oh, yeah. they're just, oh they their just, neck. Oh, their mm-hmm. wrinkly neck. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, Joe, I technically won the bet. So, Gabby, we we had a bet to see who was going to guess when the baby was going to be born. Mm-hmm. And the one closest to the date was going to win. So, Joe, you have to send Tia a bunch of pampers um, because <laughs> I won. Joe said December 25th and her due date was like the 30th or something. Oh, and oh so, so she came really early. Yeah. Yeah. And then oh, wow. I said the 15th and the baby was born on the 6th, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I technically yeah. won. So um, You didn't technically win. You're you're 10 days off. No, but she was you're, closer. You're, That's you're how bets go. You're, you're 20 days off. That's not how bets go. You're 19, you're 19 days go. off. We, I'm sorry. We didn't specify it. I actually, yeah, we, we did. Won. Closest to the date. Oh, Closest such a to the sore date. loser. Such a man. You see? You see what's <laughs> happening? Yeah, I'm, no. a, I'm, Look, I'm here to protect you. Don't I'm worry. Gonna send you, I'm going to send you Tia's address, okay? You know what? I would <laughs> I would come for both of you right now, but it's the month of, month of December, 10 days till Christmas, and I've just like been drinking more, so I'm a little hungover. You know, the holidays <laughs> are here. Wait, you've out. been drinking more? Well, I haven't. I actually took the one month completely off. Um, I'm just saying, like, last night we went out for a few drinks because we went to a comedy show. Um Fun. Yeah, yeah. So, so Gabby, I just need you to know a few weeks ago, Joe was on this kick of like, he only was going to drink water for four days. No food, oh, yeah. nothing. Oh, oh, and now he's drinking more. So, this is getting crazy. Zero honey. to 100. Zero no to 100. Only alcohol. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I, you know, I live a very sporadic, crazy lifestyle. You never know what I'm going to do next. Um, I asked wow. Serena. I'm like, Serena, so how do you put up with him? So. Serena's just like, uh. 
Yeah. Oh, man, a mystery. <laughs> That's what I said first night on uh, The Bachelorette. That's why I got sent home right away. <laughs> I'm a mysterious guy. What could I say? Yeah. Becca said, uh-uh, no mysteriousness here. No. Okay. okay. Bachelor breakdown number two. We see Becca Tilly and Haley were at the White House. So it was Colton Underwood and his man. They were there for the signing of the Respect of Marriage Act, uh, which is a great thing. We're very happy for them. They look super happy. I do have to say the photo that Becca Tilly posted is just like a incredible looking photo. I actually <laughs> want to know what camera she, she did it on, but it's great. You see that the... Uh, you see the reflection of like the rainbow colors uh, on the White House. Um, mm-hmm. I also yeah, noticed in Colton's post, he shaved his head. Um, yes. Colton, yes. you're probably not listening to this, but if you are, I think you look better with a little more hair on your head, but you still look good. You still <laughs> oh, look good. Don't come for Colton right now. <laughs> not no, this no, time. No, <laughs> no but um, we're, so, we're so happy. He looks really happy too. Yeah. Like, happy I mean, he them. looks great. Um, but. So just to get into the technicals, from what we understand, and we could be wrong here, but from what we understand, um, it basically recognizes same-sex marriage and interracial marriages across the board in all states. So if you were married somewhere like California, and then you go somewhere else in the states, and you anything can happen someone goes to jail someone gets sick any anything can happen and by law that state has to recognize you and your partner as married whether or not Got they it. have passed mar- same sex marriage uh or not in that state is what uh, my understanding of it and it is a beautiful day it's a beautiful thing and joe biden said love is love and americans should have the right to marry the person they love and he put yeah. it he, he i agree he signed it agree. and i yes. and i agree too i agree too yeah oh it's amazing um, um yeah love is love guys i that it makes me so um happy and i'm glad that you know bachelor nation is definitely everywhere as we know and they have the white house have either of you ever been to the white house no uh, i well just on the outside but it looks like colton was inside Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool. I believe Colton's partner is in um, politics or does something in the, w- with law because mm-hmm. I, I'm yeah I'm pretty sure because I'm pretty sure I've seen Colton in the White House before posting oh, something. Nice. He's nice. a regular. He's, He's a regular White House. Yeah. I have I have been there before, and when you are there, you feel like oh, it was a show that we were shooting. Um, it was like a musical show, and this is when Obama was in office. And I saw Michelle, and I was like, "When I tell you guys, I don't get starstruck at like at all, like at oh, all." Yeah, I've met so many people, and I don't get starstruck. I saw Michelle, and it was just like a halo over her, and I was like, <sighs> ah. But honestly, bucket list to be inside the White House, and so beautiful that they got to celebrate there. Yeah, um, I can't imagine. Yeah, no, I really, um, you guys will, you guys will go there. Period. You guys will go there, and if anyone's just, listening to this, I'll, I'll take an invitation. <laughs> oh, also, by the way, like, look, I don't even look. This is some White House tea. So there Ooh. was a package. Like they said, this happened. First of all, one of the, I don't even know if this is like classified information. I guess not because they told me. But um, yeah, <laughs> guess not. But, like, you um, forgot you signed an NDA. <laughs> yeah. Right. So they. Somewhat, so like there was like a so we had this show we were there all day and um, at one point we all had to go into this um, this like secured area place right like I mean Sting was like performing at this show like Sting is like sitting like right next to me like I was like like when the when you're at the White House everyone's on the same playing field either you're the president or you're just anyone else right oh, wow. mm-hmm. and so. He literally, um, there was a package that was thrown over. And so they said it happens all the time. But when it happens, they don't know, you know, what the package is. It could be a bomb. It could like be, a bomb. Yeah. yeah. It could be anything. And so they have to like do all this stuff. We were literally in this place for like an hour while they like, they're like, oh, yeah, it was nothing. But they said it happens like multiple times a day that like people just throw things over and they have to, of course, take it so seriously. And I was like, oh, that is wild. That's wild. Okay, so, yeah, that's also, my White House Oh, I story. almost forgot. <laughs> on my way to the gym this morning, I was walking past Empire Diner and Hugh Jackman was sitting there. <gasps> they just that's pretty cool. Yeah. Did, you say, did you say what up, Wolverine? 
No, yeah, I didn't. Like, I didn't show me because your claws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would have been you, so weird. You look different. Yeah, you're like a super fan. I feel like if I ever saw, I, I feel like with Hugh Jackman, I would have been like, what up? I actually, I've Throw met him too. W. I've oh. met Hugh Jackman before. He was wearing a t shirt though, sitting. Well, they, you know, they were in, um, they were sitting outside, but you know how they have like the tents or whatever that are kind of warm, but he was still wearing a t shirt. And I was like, it's pretty cold. Um, <laughs> Badass. He's a wolf. He can but, do whatever he wants. He doesn't get cold. True. Period. That, that was as close as I got to the White House. Okay. Um, <laughs> Bachelor Nation breakdown number three. Let's catch up with Gabby. Nice. Uh-oh. Gabby, Gabby, Gabby. How was Dancing with the Stars? Yes. You came in second. Not so loud, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> You're the winner in our book. I'm a you're loser. A- no, you're the winner in our book. Cheers. You, you are. You did so good. Like, oh my so, gosh, so, so you. good. Think thank about you how so much. you are actually a really good dancer. And think about the fact that you and I basically lasted the same amount of time on the show. How does that make you feel? That hurts. Again, lower <laughs> you see, your voice. Do you see what happens right now, mm-hmm. Gabby? Yeah. Do, you, do you see what we deal with? Mm-hmm. <laughs> literally, I went out. No, I'm just kidding. It was literally like, I mean, it was one of the best experiences ever. Just learning something new and it does become like a family. Um, so I honestly, like I tease myself and I hope everyone knows I'm joking when I'm like, I'm a loser. I lost. Like, I think it's just funny to make fun of myself. Um, but I wouldn't, (laughs) I wouldn't have it any other way. Like I'm happy to lose a Charlie D'Amelio. I don't think anyone could have beat her. Like she's so talented and her following is insane. And I think it was great for Disney plus to have someone like her and bring over all of her fans. She was amazing to work with. Um, they really deserved it. So I think her and Mark created some really great dances and just good entertainment value. So how am I going to like argue with that or be mad? I Mm -hmm. think what I got out of the experience, like I'm truly, I feel like, you know, a winner and like so filled (laughs) up. So it was one of the best things ever. So So, we, so that's the thing. It's like, do you, you just said you don't think anyone would have beat her. Do you think there is anyone that could have actually be, beat her? Like that they like Hugh from, Jackman. from from votes wise, votes wise. I don't think so. I don't think I so. Don't. I don't think Hugh Jackman's fans are are doing that. Mm-mm. No, because oh. it's also her type of fans. Like also sheer volume. Like she has one hundred and fifty million followers on TikTok. I don't even know what that translates, but that's like a lot of the world. Like definitely not just our country. Maybe so, you know what the Swifties. Yeah. If Taylor Swift was on there, Taylor Swift. Yeah. I, I mean, right? Or, or oh, yeah. Kardashian, but she had both. Like Kim Kardashian has been on it before, but like she wasn't that talented. Sorry, right. girl. I think she said it first. But like um, <laughs> Charlie had both. She had yes. the following and she had the talent. Yes. So it's like it's just you know. And luckily, I guess there was whisperings behind the scenes. Like they knew she was getting all the votes. Um, and Val like didn't tell me. And we got. They said it was such a close call. And like they mm-hmm. hadn't seen it this close in years. So bachelor nation holy shit thank you so much because to even come close to her that is so incredible and like that feels good for me um but yeah i don't think anyone could have beat her gabby Uh, you're 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 famous gabby um yeah can we uh (laughs) can we address can we address the rumors um about like you hate Rachel now and <laughs> that you hate Eric. Is that, can we talk oh my about God, that? Wait, I thought you were kidding. Are there rumors that I hate Rachel? Yeah, I honey. It it's, all o- it's all over. It's all over Joe's <laughs> yeah. face, honey. Look at yeah. it. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Wait, are you teasing me? I'm yeah, dead. no, we're, we're teasing okay. you. But how oh is, God. I'm like, we were just at people's choice together. I, I love her. <laughs> how is, um, how is single life now? And are you cool with your ex or do you hate him? <laughs> straight to the point um no yeah I think I think naturally there's like I think we ended pretty amicably and there's always time where you don't like speak to your ex after but I don't wish him ill will at all I genuinely think it's just like unfortunately wasn't the right time for us like I think Mm -hmm. we're in two different places in our life which is hard to suss out on the show 
Um, I think you don't realize the bubble you're in until you try and make the relationship work outside of the show. Um, and maybe Joe, you can speak to this a little bit. Like there's so much more learning, um, after you leave the bubble. And I think we just are in two very different places in our life, but I don't. Good, good. Yeah. I mean, just let's not, I mean, try not to loop me into, loop me into your mess right now. Okay. Uh, that's why you um yeah no i think that i think that's uh i think that's very well said and um what about i know people really want to know this because it's been a big rumor uh the you and Vinny stuff (laughs) anything real or is that just all speculation you guys were friends I'm dead. I'm like, honestly, you need to go straight to the source. People need to be asking him these questions because he's the one who started all of it. Um, well, but- that's some tea that I have, Penny, because I talked to Vinny. I saw him the other day and I talked to him. Oh, my God. Wait, Bill. Sure all right. Let's hear it. Um, well, well, what? Let's let's have you explain the you and Vinny meeting at Dancing with the Stars first. OK. How about oh, you did- explain that? Did he talk about our Starbucks meeting? No. When, oh, I'm dead. Because literally we were friends. I was in a relationship. I was in it to win it. He never had a chance. So <laughs> I was like tunnel vision. I really didn't like flirt or anything. Like I'm always myself. And like yes. Eric was in and out of the studio. So it was like I didn't even. He gives me shit now. He's like, I know you just found out who I was two weeks ago. Like now, I'm like, oh, are you mad at me? <laughs> but um, Coco, his like his partner was so great. We got along so well. So mm-hmm. I feel like it was just like a natural relationship. Like Val and I would show them our dances, and they would show theirs to us. So yes. it was like fun, kind of coworkers and stuff. Um, and then, you know. I went through the breakup, but it was like, we were nearing in on the finale. I was so zoned in. I think he got eliminated the week that it was announced. Um, And like, I had seen him in the elevator in passing. I literally saw him at Starbucks one day. I'm going to die telling this story, but I just got out of bed. I was so tired. No makeup. My hair's a mess. No bra. Like my boobs were down to my knees. And I'm like, just trying to get a coffee because there's a Starbucks right across the street from um, where we were staying. And Uh he was sitting there having a coffee. I'm like, oh, I guess like I'll talk to Vinny. You know, like he's nice. Like we'll shoot the shit. And we were like laughing over, you know, I was like, I can't believe like my arch nemesis right now is an 18 year old with like the best dance technique in the world which you know it's all jokes so we were kidding but I like hadn't brushed my teeth so I sat (laughs) at a table like diagonally from him because I didn't want him to like obviously smell I was like let me go grab my coffee why why didn't you brush your teeth first thing when you woke up um you know with I mean I was just so tired okay she she said but coffee first (laughs) I literally okay always because I don't want to ruin the coffee but I would just like roll out of bed get a coffee come back and get my day started yeah Um, yeah but good point Joe it never did it again in case I ran into Vinny Um, (laughs) but yeah Okay, so that is my perspective on things. And then he started commenting funny stuff like on my Instagram. And I was like, oh, like, but I just think all men are full of shit. So I'm like, oh, this is like fun for me, you know, because it's like just like flirty cute. Okay, so so all men are not full of shit. Not all. We can't we can't we can't say that, Gabby. We can't say that because you're going to find a great man who's not full of shit. Honey, he has girl. he has went to the bathroom before he met you. Okay, he has emptied it. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so I'm just gonna, so I was at this party and Vinny was there and we get to talking and we had him on a podcast by the way and it was a great episode. I still love that episode. Um, so we get to talking and we're talking about Dancing with the Stars and he said that there was like a little bit of a like there's kind of like groups of people and you guys were in the same group, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah. So he did say that. And so you, they got to, you guys got to know each other. And he, he asked me, he was like, have you met Gabby? I was like, yeah. He was like, so, you know, she's beautiful. She's great. She's awesome. Aww. I was like, uh-huh. I know. Okay. That. So that with Vinny, he would never tell that to my face. He- well, he told me, honey, and I'm telling you now, cause I'm spilling the tea. Sorry, Vinny. <laughs> All right. So let's just get down to it. Well, so no, okay. basically this is what he said. This is what he said. He said, she's amazing. She was 
engage. Of course, I'm a respect a respectable person. Like we were cool, but like once that ended, I was already gone. He literally said that. He was like, yeah. and she he's like, I live in New York, she lives in LA, but like if we lived in the same place, maybe things would be different. And I was like, Ugh. I said you know you always in LA. You know you always <laughs> in LA, honey. So uh, I just have to say I stand. I stand. Uh, I stand. Okay, oh before <laughs> before we uh before we bring in our I guest, would you go on a date with him if it was presented? Oh my God, of course. I feel okay. like that's like understood. But same, like we live in different states. Like my schedule is so crazy. Mm-hmm. So I think like, well, I don't know. Okay, okay, last thing, last thing, because Bachelor Nation is so crazy. He said he's been on TV for so long. He's been, you know, in this world for so long in reality television. He said never in his life. He said we're basically married compared to like <laughs> everyone. Everyone thinks we're married. Well, after like two little comments, everyone thinks we're married. And so- um he, I think he loves that. He loves it. He loves it. I d- that has been the best part is like, <laughs> honestly, I'm like, I hope like you kind of created this monster yourself where now all your comments are like, where's Gabby? Where's Gabby? Where's Gabby? And yes. like so stoked for us. Um, but yeah, I think it's all like led to good things. But I think okay. he's great. I think he's great. And I think you guys should go on a date. I'm putting in the universe. Date. Oh my God. Uh, oh my God. You're sweet. Yeah. You were about Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see what happens. Okay. Clickbait time, guys. Uh, this article is called I Video Vetted My Dating App Matches. And it was a wild ride. So uh, dating online, you know, this is a thing that we do. Uh, if you haven't <laughs> embraced it yet. To our listeners, you just should. I think you have to because it's just it. a way that people are meeting nowadays. Um, so put yourself in all places to meet people. And um, before meeting someone, now this is something my sister always does. She always video chats a guy before she meets up with them. Okay, so my so so my sister she does this before she meets any guy. My sister is uh, forty. She's like I, of course, am single, but I'm still putting myself out there. But before I sit down at a dinner, I'm a very busy woman. She has like five jobs. She is a go, go, go getter, homeowner, go girl, whatever. But she's like, I'm not about to do this. If you don't look like your picture, if you don't this, you no surprises. I can't have a, a formulate a conversation with you. So she always does this before she meets a guy. So in this article, the person goes through some different dates that she's done and some red flags that she uh, figured out. But before we get into that, Gabby, what are your mm-hmm. thoughts on dating apps? One, two, what are your thoughts on video chatting before you meet someone? Yeah, totally. Which it's good to hear like your sister's perspective too. Cause I know like my opinion isn't going to be for everyone. Now, obviously 100%. I see a lot of the positives in video chatting before for dating apps. Hell yeah. Because it doesn't inhibit you or prohibit whatever you from meeting someone in the real world. It just adds to you meeting somebody so that's always been like my outlook on dating apps as far as video chatting facetiming gives me the same amount of anxiety as a first date if i'm facetiming like a love interest yeah so it's like i don't like to facetime until we're like together in it because i don't i want to be able to pick up the phone not care what i look like and just like ramble i feel like doing the video chatting is kind of similar to dating like going on a first date but you don't get the perks you don't get a free drink or dinner and like you're still kind of wasting your time so i am a solution oriented person and i feel like my thought process is voice memoing i love to voice memo because they get a vibe and i don't think like I I think I'm a a little bit more of an acquired taste. (laughs) I think in the article, somebody like refused to because they're like, I don't read as well. I think I'm better in person. Maybe I'm making excuses. I don't care. But um, I like I do like to voice memo because you don't have to be ready. You can do it on the way home, like from wherever you're doing. It's a little more convenient, but they get your whole vibe. They get what your voice sounds like. They get like your sense of humor, Um, but it's and phone calls, but you don't have to respond right away. It's a little more playful, a little more flirty and gets like the job done of vetting the other person. Yes. Okay. what I'm hearing is (laughs) I'm scared. that, listen, this is this is what I do, Gabby. What I'm hearing is you don't necessarily want to turn someone off before they meet you in person, because like you said, you are different. You are so much more vibrant. You know, you feel an energy. You just feel it. You can't even talk about it. You feel an energy when you meet someone. Yeah. But 
my question to you is what about flipping that narrative and you being the one being like, uh, how do I feel about him? What do, what does, what is he bringing to the table? And I feel like sometimes, you know, as women, we always feel like we have to present ourselves because, you know, we get a ring, we get proposed to, we do this, we do that. Right. Which is true. But sometimes in dating, when we are also looking for our partner and not just looking to be chosen, we have yeah. to be like, uh, honey, let, look, give me a tour around the apartment, where you living, what you doing, what you eating, mm. where you, you know what I mean? Like, wh- uh, do I even want to be in this thing with this person as well? So, yes, we do have to put on a whatever, blah, 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 put on a face or everyone brings their A game in the beginning. 100%. Right. I totally agree with you. Whether it's a first date, first FaceTime, whatever. But I bring I do, my A game all the time. See, let's let's call Serena and see if she says the same. No, yeah, uh, yeah, right. Man of mystery. <laughs> Serena and I go on some, still go on some very extravagant dates. They do. Uh, no, no, you. you you do bring the A game with Serena. You do. Well, every time I'm around you guys, at least you do. Yeah. Um, but I I think that you know when I look at couples that I really love and that I really um, can tell that it's so real, it's like. She's choosing him just as much as he's choosing her in her best and her worst and like verse vice versa. Right. And mm-hmm. I will say that there was a point in my life where it was like I have to almost conform to this person. And we don't have to be that. We, you, you, this is me, baby. What? Totally. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, no, you so, you make really good points. I resent all my remarks. No, 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 no. Don't resent. Don't resent because this no. is, but this is the thing. I've been there too. And so many people, this is how we think. And that's why I thought this article was so interesting because she talks about different things that like, you know, there were certain things in there that she um, talked about that I've actually seen on FaceTimes with guys. It's like you FaceTime a guy and all they're doing is like, messing with their hair they're like doing this they're clearly looking at themselves and not even looking at you yeah red flag that's me though (laughs) but but I think it's different if it's but I think it's different if it's a guy though right it's like uh and so but yeah you know what I mean it's kind of like what but also like you said it could be a nervous thing and maybe he's just nervous because he feels the exact same way so yeah maybe he wants to look good Natasha why are you judging this guy so hard right now I'm telling you what the woman said in That's the article. That's what we do. That's what time. she said in the article. That's not what I'm saying. This is what mm-hmm. she said in the article. It was a red flag. She said, um, oh, <laughs> she said if they're hiding a huge chunk of their face, as in their left eye, it's like, can I see more? If they're, if you're just like kind of the phone is like, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> mm. That's a little weird. Also, yeah. um, their bedroom looks like a Kansas tornado came through it. <laughs> I'm dead. (laughs) That is gathering data. But ultimately, I feel like the conclusion, her article, I don't know if it saved as much time and energy as she thought it would by video chatting, because I still think it takes time and energy. And so I would always just like get get the beginning over with in person. Because I don't know if it actually helps. Dating's hard and you have to chalk up your losses and go on a lot of shitty dates. Yeah, I'm an in-person person. And in person, person as well. But when I hear people say I have to even see if the conversation flows, I get, I get that. that because some people do have anxiety. You know, I could talk to the wall, so that like, I'm not worried about having a conversation. Even if I don't even want to date the guy, I'm like, we at least you're probably interesting about something, right? There's right. something I can find in- interesting. So I don't have that type of social anxiety, but some people do, and it it yeah. is so awkward if you're sitting on a date and you're like, hi, hi. What's your name? Uh, What's your favorite color? It's like, what? Is this an interview? Like, you know. So, so Joe, um, I know you have your lovely Serena, but if you were giving advice to myself and to Gabby, what would you say? Do the date in person or do do the FaceTime first? I think think whatever makes you feel the most comfortable and you're most confident is what you should do. Me Mm -hmm. personally, I'm... I feel the same way Gabby does. I'm more, I want to be in person. I feel like I'm my best self when I'm physically there opposed to um, via FaceTime, mm-hmm. especially at the beginning. Cause I would think that would just be, yeah. it, it, it's hard to like timing and all that. Um, so yeah, that's what I think, but take it, leave it, do what you want with it. Thank you. Yeah. Good. Uh, 
our our advice, uh, I think, all around the board in person is better. But if you do have uh, social anxiety or you do find yourself like, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about with someone yet, then maybe that's the best alternative to maybe hop on a FaceTime and see what it's about. (laughs) Do what do what works for you. Um, Just like this couple that we're about (laughs) to invite into the podcast right now. Everyone, please welcome Kevin and Astrid to the podcast. Kevin and Astrid. Kevin and Astrid, how are you guys? It's been a while. It's been a while, Joe. Yeah, we're doing well, man. Busy. Busy right Good. now. I, you know, this is actually great. I think this might be the first time I've seen you guys in a minute, since, maybe since Paradise. I think so, since you went back on Paradise, for sure, because we tried to get together when you came to Toronto once, but yeah, yeah. August like two weeks before that and I was just not in the place to leave the house yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That was that was fair. That was the only excuse you should have had to ditch it. Um yeah. how and you guys is, you guys were on Paradise together on what was that, season four? Okay, yeah. So for our listeners, yes. um Kevin and Astrid met on Bachelor in Paradise season the one I was also on, I believe it was five. <laughs> I think oh, it was five. five. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Okay. Um, Okay. And these two just got married. So before we go down the rabbit hole, let's talk about um, your wedding day. How was that? Looked beautiful. It was magical. The planning part of it was very intense, but then the day of, it was all worth it. So, Joe, as you guys start planning, just try to remember that. It was honestly the second best day i can't say it was the best day because we have august but second best day for sure yeah we had had it planned in the fall of 2020 and then obviously we had to postpone it a couple times um so i think when we first planned it we planned it to be pretty big and i think two years later with like a one-year-old son if we were to start from scratch we probably would have made it a lot smaller but um all the vendors you know no refunds kind of things we just had to give her and yeah i feel like most people were ready to travel and have some fun so it was good Oh, so yes. that's how that worked. You had to, you couldn't, so you didn't like cancel it at, you put, obviously it was planned before the pandemic or during the pandemic. So then you couldn't cancel anything. You had to hold everything. Yeah. And, for the most part, they give a, or they gave us a little more leniency because our guest list was from Germany and Canada. Um, okay. But wow. for weddings, they just said, as soon as we can have you, you better be here or you lose your deposit. So um, we yeah, they, don't, they don't give you your money. Once you start planning a wedding, whatever you pay, that's theirs, whether you yeah. have the wedding or not. So, oh so did you, what was your original wedding date? Friday, November 13th, 2020. Yeah. And then we wow. scheduled to November 20th, 2021. No, November 19th, which was his due date. And then he was born November 20th. So we postponed it again. So- wow. I tried. I tried to convince her to have the baby on the Friday night, and we'll just do the wedding Saturday. No, <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's yeah. so crazy. I've heard so many stories about like COVID weddings, and yeah, just like the non-refundable. It's. Um, I mean, it's such a business. It worked but, out though, because now August was part of our day, so I feel like right. that's something that wouldn't have happened if it didn't all get delayed and everything. And I think those pictures are always going to be my favorite, where it's the three of us. So, yeah. exactly. How, how old is he now? How old is he now? He just turned one. One on November twentieth. Yeah. Just turned one. Do you look at him and look at your lives and think like, holy shit? We yeah. Met, <laughs> we met on Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> Yeah, Wild. sometimes we think. I said it in my vows at the wedding. I said, "What are the chances I met a German American living in Florida when I'm living like in Toronto? Like it was just such an odd place in Mexico." And we met in Mexico. <laughs> wow, you know, it is. It's a pretty cool story. Um, and to yeah. have a kid from it, and two dogs, and a house, and it's pretty insane. I might be oh more who sees it on TV or watches it one day. Um, might might be a little bit mortifying to see like when mom and dad met. When we kissed, when we broke up on TV, <laughs> all that stuff. Oh my god, yeah, it's entertaining. That's so crazy. How'd you guys make it work? Like initially, living like across the world. Yeah, Almost. what was that like? 
We just, we kind of always had the next trip in the books. So I'm sure it's like the same with you and Serena in the beginning. Until one of you makes the move, you just have to have something else in the calendar. Otherwise, it's really hard otherwise to kind of have that normal relationship. And then I moved pretty fairly quickly. Like we filmed in June. The finale aired by what September, and then I was moved in by end of December. Yeah. Of wow. December. Oh, wow. So I, we just yeah. we long distance for long. I just said, screw you can't. it. Going to yeah. camp. Well, That's when yeah. you really get to know someone. I surprisingly really like liked long distance because um, it was nice to kind of like also have your own space and you kind of just see the best parts of each other, but you really get to know each other when you're like together and are able to see your compatibility. So it's mm -hmm. like the quicker you do that. But yeah. that's amazing. Did you, did you guys have that discussion um, in Paradise, Astrid? Did you kind of like, because Kevin's a fireman in Toronto, so you can't, unless he quits his job, he can't really leave. Um, yeah. Did you guys discuss like you considering moving to Toronto when you were in Paradise? Yeah, we did. I think that was one of our first few conversations we ever had where he just kind of said, I'm never leaving Toronto because that's where my job is and it's yeah. a good job and it's a good pension and it's my career. And I said, well, I just quit my job to come here to Paradise. I can move wherever. <laughs> oh, amazing. See, I love that. I love that so much. I, I was going through your Instagrams and there's a video that you guys posted and you had Kevin do a day in a life when you were pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so how did that, how was that, um, Kevin? How, how'd you feel having a pumpkin strapped to you? <laughs> I had a new appreciation for the control she must have had over her body for nine months and the lack thereof control. I felt, um, I think her next pregnancy, I'll be even more like empathetic now that her back and hips are hurting from dragging around a one-year-old everywhere. Um, but that was fun. I feel like most expecting husbands should do the same, same experiment. Absolutely. Yeah, such a good idea. Yeah, it, and it's also like you I'm guys made it, it funny. Come on, Joe, <laughs> yes, do it. Will, Come on. Yeah. I'm not yeah. doing it. Uh, who, who from, um, I actually want to talk about your honeymoon because I think something, something was fucked up about your honeymoon, right? Travel plans or didn't something happen or was that you guys or not? Just a disaster. Okay. We will talk right. about that. But who from, um, who from Bachelor Nation was at your wedding? Yeah. We didn't end up inviting that many people. We had Rachel, we had Alexis, they did a speech and then we had Christina and Whitney from my season and Blake. Yeah, Blake nice. Mm. Oh, nice. Anyone yeah. from, because I know, Kevin, you are now the bartender for Bachelor in Paradise Canada. Anyone from that um, series? Um, you know what? I'm friends with the production team. Uh, if we're good friends. They uh, they are right in the middle of post-show post, post show production because it airs in uh, March. Yeah. So, um, mm -hmm. they, they are, like, strapped in. And it's a little different than the American franchise. They are, like, they do all the work. So even, yeah. like, senior producers – from filming are like in the editing room, like nonstop right now, getting the show ready. So it's a lot smaller. It's kind of nice. So they're but, like all in, in it. And they even said like, they gave us this big apology. Like we can't make it, but we would not be there mentally if we went, like we're just in this show right now. But yeah. I, I encourage you, anybody who watches the US franchise, this year of the Canadian paradise is pretty wild. Like it's, it's, oh. it's a lot of Americans. It's a lot of things that are not- I have a good friend on it, Tessa. Oh really? From, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, I love her. She ended up going on. We're like, what? Yeah. I mean, Tessa's great. I mean, her got along really well. Um, yeah, she's yeah. the best. Yeah, she's awesome. We, um, we, this is the second season and the first season we did was during the pandemic and it was more like in the bubble vibe where they couldn't really um, do the extravagant dates and all that stuff. This season yes. was pretty wild because they just kind of opened the floodgates and invited all all different people, not just bachelor people. Like there's people from other walks of reality TV and just fans. Oh, of the cool. Show. They brought in a whole bunch of different dynamics to one show. It's actually going to be really, really cool to watch. And I think it's going to be yeah. available in America too, um, HBO Max or one of those. So. Oh, oh nice. I have the chills. Wait, you said, so there's bachelor, other reality stars and fans. Yeah, yeah, they All just on the beach. accepted whoever the best people for the screen would be. It, it, there was no boundaries, so it could be from any other reality show you can think of. I don't, I won't name them. I don't know how much I'm supposed to say, but yeah, it could be from any reality show. It could be from just a fan of the show, almost like we would apply to the Bachelor or Bachelorette. Yeah, it, yes. Because in Canada, we got rid of the flagship shows, so um, mm. this is our second season of Paradise with no Bachelor or Bachelorette. So we're just kind of turning it into more of the Paradise. Let's talk about. Um, 
Let's talk about the honeymoon, where you went and what uh, yes. what went wrong. <laughs> I'm dead. We just, you know, it's like we push our wedding two times, finally get married. And then, of course, a hurricane comes through the Bahamas and all of Florida. Oh, my I God. We were watching it a lot and it wasn't supposed to directly hit the Bahamas. So we thought, OK, we can still try to go. And maybe we just kind of get, come here, you can be a part of it. Come here. <laughs> Yeah, so we were supposed to go to the Bahamas for five days. It, it was our first time leaving him, and we were going to leave him with Oma and Opa for five days. And then the hurricane just rocked the Bahamas like the day before we were supposed to leave. Oh. And we kept checking our flights, and they ended up saying, oh, no, your flight's on time. So we flew from Tampa to Miami. We got to Miami, and the hotel calls me, and we stayed at a place called The Cove. And it's like the most beautiful little boutique hotel in the Bahamas. It's all villas. Like, it's, it's absolutely stunning. They called us to say... The bridge to our hotel is not open. I don't know if you guys can come or not. And we said, well, our flight still says on time. And they said, we're definitely not taking any more guests. You can't physically drive to our hotel. Because the so, surge was so big, like you couldn't drive across you, the bridge. And if you look up the glass, is a glass, glass window, window glass bridge. window bridge. It's literally the two oceans touch each other with one little bridge in between. It's like absolutely beautiful. So we knew before American did that we weren't going that day. And, oh, uh, God. We oh, my God. Day. We went up to the window and told the guy and he said, okay, I'll take care of it. And like, we thought he was the nicest human on earth. He, he flew us back to Tampa first class. He got us all new flights for later on that week. And then when Astrid called to confirm the flights the day before, they had no records of us. And we basically just forfeited our flights. And it's like thousands of dollars a day. So we had no records of us going on our honeymoon. And we were all uh. 20 hours before our flight. So this lovely lady sat on the phone for six to eight <laughs> hours and figured it all out. And we finally got our money back as of yesterday. So. As yesterday yesterday no it was a nightmare so i have to add the second time we did go the layover was an hour in miami so we we're like oh it's perfect time just enough to get duty free and like go through or whatever the girl it was so delayed the girl on the flight was like if you guys run you'll make it so we got off our flight i've never seen her run before <laughs> he was like sprinting i'm in like flip-flops she's like sprinting down Emily, the Oh, you're too slow. Down like two sets of escalators. Like Miami's massive. We get to the gate and the girl looks at me. She goes, oh, it left 10 minutes early. It's been gone for like 20 minutes. And it was after we do the whole airport. So Man, anyway. Batch, this is um, Raven and Adam also had like a nightmare honeymoon. I hope it's not just Bachelor in Paradise. Was, I don't oh, know. Couples. Stuff was amazing. And then on the way back, five hour delay again as my stepdad was having a heart attack back home. So it was... Oh. Don't do, Actually, it. don't do it. You guys. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. Oh, well, I'm glad you guys made it. You know, the but the great thing is it's like the appreciation for probably when you got home. And like, it was probably like, uh, right. That's what I was going to ask. How's um, how's life? How's life now? Everything seems to be you had your wedding. You had your honeymoon. <laughs> You have your boy. Guys, we're living I, in chaos. I have a new you restore. guys are funny. Oh my god. I, I feel like this every is mother on earth I have so much more respect for. <laughs> or father too for that sake. It is so yes. much effing work to have a child. And we're going in for our second IVF transfer in January. So hopefully we have a second by uh, September. Yeah. Um, oh good luck. We have two yeah. embryos. We have two embryos left. So we got two cracks at it for hopefully a sibling. Oh god. Uh, but it is Joe, it is so much work, dude. It is like I go to the I go to the fire hall to relax. Do you ever? Yeah, like do you guys oh sleep? So we're lucky on that front. He's, he's a good Does he sleep at night? Yeah, he'll he'll do the seven till seven. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's wow. really yeah. really really great. Yeah, Such a blessing. Itself. We put him down and we have a glass of wine and we have dinner. Or and bottle, like, bottle, bottle, bottle of wine. Bottle of wine. It's nice. Do <laughs> what yeah. you got to do. Yeah. So yeah. what's what's the plan? Are you oh. are you planning on getting trying to get pregnant right now? Is, yeah. Are you starting? So nice. I'm literally picking up my medication for it next week. And then just my next cycle, I start the meds. And then I go in on day 10 to get my lining checked. And then they schedule me after that and put so a little frozen went baby in there and yeah. hope for the best. Hopefully by okay, so I don't want to sound I don't want to sound too stupid here. But so IBF, the start of that. IVF? Yes. Okay, so that, the start of that is when, when you freeze your eggs, correct? Yeah, so when we okay. did it, we took my eggs and we immediately inseminated them with his sperm to make the embryos. Okay. We had all of those embryos tested. We had like six good ones. Out of those six good ones, 
three were actually like grade A embryos that they think would stick. So the yes. first one with the highest percentage of everything was August. So that's the one they implanted oh, yeah. yes. frozen after that. So now they're picking like the second strongest embryo. It's all like between the two of them. So she's gone through yeah. the hardest part, which was the retrieval and the fertilization and everything. So now we just have yes. two in the freezer basically. And we get to try in January if that, for some reason doesn't work, we try again in February. And if that, for some reason doesn't work, well, they'll have you to just start, start over. With the whole you start over. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So what are the, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, when did you freeze your eggs? We, um, so we just couldn't get pregnant for the first year of us trying. And so we seeked um, a fertility doctor and we did two IUIs. My second IUI, I had an ectopic pregnancy. So then they said after that, the chances of having that again, again, is really high, which ectopic, yes. like the, it can get stuck in your tubes and your tubes can rupture. Right. He doesn't know what that means. What's yeah. an IUI? Um, it's basically like the lesser version of IVF. It's like they take his sperm and they take a catheter and they just try to get it as close to like oh, as possible to just yeah. get pregnant on your own. IVF takes it a step further to where it has the embryo already made. Right. Okay. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. So you did it. So you guys did it when you were actually ready to start. Well, when you guys were trying and then you guys said, okay, let's do it this way. And yeah, we, we, tried, we tried for a year and mm -hmm. I mean, being a firefighter, it's like a big high school at work where you just, you talk to everyone and everyone just seems to gossip a lot. And I, I found out so many guys couldn't have kids on their own and they were using all this extra help. And yes. one day I said to Astrid, like I was getting sick and tired of seeing that face on her, you know, when she'd come down sad once a month where it didn't work. And we said, let's just go get tested and see what happens. And right away, our doctor said 30% of infertility is unexplained. It's just two people aren't compatible to make babies. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's nothing to do yeah. with it. We'll tested fine with everything. And yes. she said, sometimes you just need help. And she recommended we go try for another six months or eight months. But she goes, if you have the means and you want to just get ahead of it, um, do it now. And we just ended up saying, screw it. You know, I'm, I'm mid 30s. She was late 20s. And we said we really wanted to do it. So we just decided to go for it. But I have a lot of um, empathy now for anyone really trying because I realized the the amount of stuff she put herself through just to have him is unbelievable what they do. Yes. Yeah. And I'm a I'm a big advocate for um, women freezing their eggs as soon as possible or as soon as they think if they know at some point in life they want to have babies because just as you said, Astrid, like the the of the six embryos, you guys had the three that were the best grade, and there's all these different things scientifically that can really, you know, you have the, the most healthiest, best baby that you could have scientifically. And like that, some people are like, that's so weird. That's so this, that's so that, but it's really not, it's, it's great. And, and I'm so glad that you guys share so much about this with people and that, you know, you guys give people hope because there are a lot of people having a lot of trouble um, getting pregnant and things like that. But I'm sorry, Gabby, go ahead. What were you going to oh, say? Oh, no, I was going to say something similar. It's nice that you guys are so open to talking about it because I can only imagine, like, especially as a woman, um, Astrid, like just kind of how discouraging it is. Like our bodies are supposed to be able to make babies. And it's like, it's something that people don't talk about. I was a nurse for a long time and I actually went to midwifery school for a year and a half. So it was mm. like, it was like, you know, we talked a lot about getting pregnant and how hard it was and how common miscarriages are, which doesn't make it any easier, but at least, you know, you're not alone. Cause I'm sure it feels so isolating. Um, That's why we want to be open about it because I just remember it felt like when we were trying and I wasn't getting pregnant, it was like, everyone was getting pregnant. I'm like, this yeah. I didn't even realize I had a boyfriend and now she's having a baby. Like I just couldn't right. understand it. And I felt like I was the only person yeah. getting pregnant. Yes. And then once yeah. you start fertility treatment and you start talking to people, you actually realize like so how common it is. The miscarriage thing is a huge thing. Like so yes. many of my friends yeah. are just while trying. So it's just, I never wanted anyone to look at pictures of August or pictures of my pregnancy and feel bad the way I felt bad when I was right. pictures. Find yourself being like almost jealous of somebody else being pregnant. And then you're like, oh, am I a bad person? I should be happy for them because they probably really wanted it. And who knows what mm -hmm. their struggles are, but you just get in a dark place for sure. So I just. But we're going to be even more open with the second baby, like the, because it was our first time and we didn't know if it was going to work. And we were obviously a little bit self-conscious too. We kind of kept it under wraps until we knew yeah. 
we knew we were pregnant. We did an interview, we, like let everyone know. But this time, yeah. she's gonna really like capture on Instagram her like doing her procedures and everything, so that people can get an idea yeah. of what the app is like. That's and people awesome. can have and people can have hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What have like the medications like been like? Do how do they affect you if you don't mind? So I haven't started them again this second time around. The first time I never realized how much they affected me in the moment until I wasn't on them anymore. I'm like, wow, I'm so much more reasonable. (laughs) I did have one moment last time when I got so angry at something that I like stomped upstairs and I shut the door and I just screamed. I was like, okay, I think it's affecting me a little bit. <laughs> I'm screaming in an empty room by myself. Nothing's happening. I think the internet went out when it was the Oprah interview with Harry and Meghan. And I like oh. lost my mind. <laughs> like sobbing. Yeah. But it does go to show like how, what hormones are and just biologically, like how our bodies know what to do and the amount it takes to grow a baby. Like it's actually wild. If you think about what a woman's body can do and Kevin, it's so nice to hear you have like so much empathy and compassion being alongside of it. Cause it's like, we can't control it, but this is what it takes to make a baby. And like, you know, yeah. 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 And on the physical, like the actual physical side of it, I, I would give her like the needle in her butt every day. And yeah, I mean, it got to the point where she was like polka dotted black on the backside because all of yeah. that. And every day she'd be trying to find a spot on her butt that wasn't literally bruised and black, you know, and I would have to find a little tender spot to hit. So there's like a lot that goes into doing the procedure, but everything that you do beforehand helps your chances of it actually working long term. So mm-hmm. just kind of kept our eye on the prize. And like I said, I, I didn't know how much was going to be involved in it. And I realized like the fact that she wants to do it again blows my mind because I know how hard it was. But I think when you have the baby in the end, it's all worth it. Yeah. Yes. Um, did you, uh, I don't, and feel free if you don't want to um, disclose this, but did you do this in Canada or did you have to go to the States? Is it available to do it in Canada? Well, in Canada, it's actually, we didn't have to use it, uh, fortunately, but there is actually um, a list you get on and every woman gets one free crack at this on the government. Oh, oh nice. Wow. That is amazing. I have other friends who are on it and that would be like one crack start to finish, um, which is probably anywhere around 30 to $35,000. For, for yeah, that is, that is so amazing. That really is great. Astrid actually got her permanent residency after we did most of the procedure and she was able to just send in her OHEP, which is our uh, health card, and she got all the money back. Oh, wow. that's oh so my great. God. God, we could so much. For the like ultrasounds, ultrasounds and, and stuff, stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, the IVF, we just paid for out of pocket because I, because I was living in Canada, but I wasn't a resident yet, but my application was in. They mm-hmm. counted me as living there, but I couldn't have health insurance or anything. So I just had travel insurance. So I just, we just had to pay for it. But yeah. yeah. Fortunate that we were able to for sure, yeah. and it worked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, when you do the poking, like I know when I had to do it for my egg freezing, they my doctor told me to angle the needle, and if you angle the needle, it goes in so much easier and like better mm-hmm. and life changer. Because I was yeah. I was bruised as well, like so mm-hmm. bruised until I started doing that, and it was like it was so much better. But angle maybe- the needle, Kevin. Angle the fucking oh, wow. needle next time. I got it. <laughs> Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Kasha, okay. I did it. No, you're, you froze your eggs. The one, yeah, big, I did. one big difference I want to mention between the two countries, though, since we're on that topic, is in Canada, it's against the law for a doctor to know what sex or what um, gender. Yeah, whatever it is, sex of the baby is when you sex, when you yeah. use the embryo. But in the U.S., there'll be people from Canada that will actually freeze their eggs, put it in like a transport freezer, drive to like Buffalo or Detroit or whatever's closer to us. And that in the U.S., you can pay for whatever one you want to use. So if we have two left and we know the worst of the two is a, is a girl, we could pick we want the girl. Oh, yes. crazy. How, would, how, how do you guys feel about that? Would, would you do? Like we have the right approach. It's just to pick the next best one in line. Yeah, that's, like I would just want the no, That's what I would do, yeah. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Because it gets so sticky. I would feel like I'm playing God a little bit yeah. too much to be right. like, Oh, this is a lesser chance, but I really want to go. I will say for, um, I will say, I do have a friend who they had, uh, I want to say nine um, embryos. And it was like seven of them 
were girls and only two were boys and they were older. The guy's older. He's like in his forties. So they didn't know how many kids they were going to have. They like in a perfect world, they would have three, but they were like, since there's only two boys, we're going to try for the boy first. So like in that case, like when they heard that there was so many girls versus boys, they were like, okay, we're going to do We're going to pick basically. So I get, I get for sure. That makes sense. Yeah. We learned in midwifery school. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just saying we waited to find out what we were having all along. So we weren't going to, even if we had the choice, we wouldn't have made it. I really, I love the surprise. I really wanted a boy. Like it's, you try to say it through the whole pregnancy. Like, no, I don't care. Like it's all good, whatever it is. But like the whole (laughs) time I'm just like praying for a boy. Yeah. It was like when when the doctor delivered, I was up by Astrid's shoulders and she was like, Where's the dad? Where's the dad? And I look and I like best looking penis I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and, I was like, and I just I didn't say it to boy. I said, I have a son. Like I <laughs> Oh, oh my God. But also so special to like be surprised like that. My dad, my parents had the opposite experience, I guess, in all my ultrasounds, which this was like 30 years ago. My legs were crossed, so they thought I was a boy because I was oh. 10 pounds. And then I came out. And my dad was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, so pissed. And I'm like the girliest girl there ever was. Clearly but, uh, your legs are crossed. Yeah. Like, I'm dainty. Yeah. But what I was going to say before, Natasha, to your story, this is just like a fun fact. I think that I had learned um, the older the guy is in like baby making, the more likely you are to have girls, I guess, to shoot out like the... But was it double X chromosome? Because oh, it, sense. yeah, it's up, it's up to the guy. Works to make sure we keep reproducing, right? Like maybe the male body knows to go for the boys first, so that mm. probably. Nice. Yeah. I, I actually, I want, um, I want girls. I don't, I don't want a boy. I'm 36. I I've been a boy. I I am a boy still. And I know. <laughs> I know how yeah. bad we can be. Um, <laughs> Uh, I yeah. that I want a boy because I know what girls are like. Like, I don't want a teenage girl. I have zero interest in dealing <laughs> with a 13-year-old girl who's about to start puberty and just be a psychopath for five years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Well, we'll um, oh. you guys got to get, get back to real life. But um, any mm-hmm. uh, before we let you go, any holiday plans? What do you guys got going for the holidays? Um, we're still in the middle of renovating a little bit. So we're renovating slash unpacking slash just doing or, well, I say this is kind of like his first Christmas because last Christmas he was a potato, so he didn't do anything. So this year, that's going to be fun. Yeah, I think we're so just going to stay home and celebrate as a family because next year, hopefully, Astrid's pregnant again. So I think we're just going to... We're going to go see Santa tomorrow, right? Yeah. Oh. oh, you got to take the picture of him crying, seeing Santa. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. so cute. Oh, so Can you say hi? <laughs> oh, hi. August, what's up? <laughs> oh my gosh, he's so cute. Oh, he's so cute. His little fuzzy head. Three days ago, he started walking. He just like picked himself up and just started. Now he runs. So oh awesome. my gosh three days ago that's so oh my gosh that's so fun wait were you both there for that were you both did you both see it yeah, yeah. actually yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing <laughs> that's so fun we yeah totally you're probably just so excited in the moment oh that's so cool all right they guys, walk well, and then they run i'm so happy for you congratulations yeah. Thanks, august yeah. Don't go on The Bachelor when you're 26. (laughs) Thank you guys so much. Thanks, guys. They look so happy. So nice seeing them. They, um, I was there when they met. They were so-called on the beach, the boring couple, because they were together from the beginning. And, you know, there was no, there really wasn't any drama with them. Um, But, man, they... It just seems like it fits. It just yeah. like like a hand in glove, you know. Yeah, really. they seem so good together. It's like mm-hmm. really refreshing to see, actually, from Bachelor Nation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I love it. <laughs> I love um, how open they are about um, the IVF and everything. Because honestly, like you know, I don't know so much about that, so it's really interesting um, just to learn and see someone go through it. You know. Yeah, it's yeah. it's so fascinating. There's so much information, and you guys know I talk about my egg journey, and I've talked about it so yeah. many times. It's on my Instagram, mm. blah blah blah, and um, you know, yeah, it happens. And she's 
the older you get, the harder it kind of is on your body going through the process. So the sooner, if you are ever thinking about doing it, the sooner you do it, the better. And so then those be- those eggs are already in the bank. You know, like she said, the hardest part was the, the freezing and the retrieval of the eggs. So, um, yeah, big, big advocate for that. But correct, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. She so she did the same thing that you did, right? You mm-hmm. go, you freeze your eggs, but then she started the process with right away. Right away. Okay. Yeah, with with fertilizing the eggs. Okay. So my eggs are just in the bank right now. They have embryos in the bank, yeah. which you know are completely different. I always say in the bank. I don't know if that's even the right thing. In the egg bank. <laughs> the egg <laughs> no, bank. I think it's in visual. It helps. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a so also like with my eggs that are frozen, once I decide to have a baby and fertilize them, who knows how many of those frozen eggs will actually become embryos? That's why it's like a whole other process and thing that goes with it Mm -hmm. well thank you guys joe and natasha for having me this is honestly so much fun and so much fun to get to know kevin and astrid can see why you guys do it it's like addicting um (laughs) so yeah thank you and thanks to everyone who listens of course of course and as always make sure to subscribe and submit all your burning questions you know where to check us out at clickbaitbn on instagram all the links to all our socials are right there on that page Also, they are casting for men to date our next Bachelorette. If you are single or you know someone who is single, go to our website to nominate or apply at bachelornation.com slash apply. And share your stories with us. We want to know what clickbait you're looking at this week. And Prime members, make sure to listen to clickbait ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts. But before you go... Tell us a little bit about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com slash survey. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Yay. Yay.